This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Think of a life filled with pleasure, love, and joy. Not just an out-of-this-world sex life, but also a more personal relationship with your partner. By combining Tantra, sexual education, and empathy awareness, Dr. Robert A. Carabelli's work teaches us how to use our body, mind, and energy field to experience new levels of sexual ecstasy. He explains with ease the complicated topic of sex and love, and how the chakras and energy system allow us to experience perfect oneness with our partner by releasing emotional baggage and overriding sexual inhibitions. Valeria interviews Dr. Robert A. Carabelli. He is the author of Sexual Energy, Spiritual Power. Robert A. Carabelli is not only a gripping author, but also a clinical professional who has previously taught at two medical schools. With this carefully acquired teaching experience, he gently leads the reader into the world of tantric sexuality. Carabelli has been a medical practitioner for the past 25 years, so you can trust that you are in good hands. Additionally, he has appeared as a guest speaker at various medical conferences, which makes his prose accessible for the average reader. Carabelli's previous works include Innovation in Pain Management, as well as several articles published in medical journals. In his book, Sexual Energy, Sexual Power, Carabelli hopes that some of his wisdom acquired over almost four decades of marriage can help people understand the core of what makes a relationship work and what keeps attraction alive even after you've been together for years. He focuses on reasons why relationships fall apart eventually, the mysteries of the female orgasm, and the link between the seven chakras and our love lives. Carabelli isn't just a medical educator, but also a spiritual one, who will lead you down a fulfilling path that will change your life forever. Meet Dr. Carabelli at robert.onlinedigitalprojects.com. Here's the interview with Dr. Robert A. Carabelli. In your own words, who is Robert A. Carabelli? Um, I'm a physician, and I specialize in um, pain management. And from pain management, I have gone more into um, total healing uh, of alternatives and the mind, body, and spirit healing. So um, that's what I do. That caught my attention when I read about you on your website, your bio, pain, pleasure. Do you see a connection between those two energetic charts, so energetic feelings? Yes. Uh, you know, if you look at the uh, energy sensors in our body, they're 
frequently um, aligned with, with each other and can be part of sexual energy between two people, two consenting people. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so they are connected. And um, that's kind of interesting to notice because I do a lot of spiritual studies. I have been on that quest for a long time, for many years now. And I see that these schools of, of thought, philosophy, religious philosophy from India, mostly Hindus, they talk a lot about that. Life being this dance between pain and pleasure or being one yes. and the same. There's no separation, really. The fine line. Yes, <laughs> right. My other initial question for you, Robert, is love. What is your understanding of love? What is love to you? And what are some of the misconceptions we have about love? Well, um, love is necessary for life. It's like food and air. And um, it, it can be between two people. It can be between um, other uh, things such as uh, your pets and your um, and the earth <laughs> you know and god the divine you know there's types of love and we want to increase that you know and that makes people happier and i believe it makes them live longer and better studies have shown that i guess i asked the question about love because we'll be talking about sexual energy and spiritual power that's the title of your book and mm -hmm. sexual energy and tantric yoga, tantric sexuality. So what comes to me is that I always related, connected those two. The idea of love connecting with someone at that level and then <laughs> connecting with them physically. Yes. So talk to me for a moment about that. What is the, from your perspective, are they really related or they can actually happen on their own? No, I think they're related. Um, I'm looking at the spirit. You know, we we kind of think of it as some amorphic thing that's out there. But looking at the Eastern traditions, like you mentioned before, localized in seven, seven distinct parts. And each one is associated with... Uh, an emotional issue, a physical issue, and sexual issue. And I believe that sexual partners can increase or better their partner by putting energy into that system. And there's ways to do that. Sexual, different sexual actions, massage, aromatherapy, acupuncture. Whatever. There are different things you can do. Right. To increase that sense of connection. Although yes. I, I believe everything is already connected, but we have the feeling that's not for some reason. Right. I'm trying to make partners aware that they can increase energy in a system where they notice a deficit. Right. But putting energy in. Yeah, that's what it takes, which sounds very simple, but it's not easy <laughs> in a way. And that should, which was your whole question to begin with, that will increase love. Because the relationship will be better, mm. love will be better. Yes, because as I just said, and we talked off record, everything is connected. And yes. the spiritual energy is underlies this reality, the physical reality, from my perspective, in my understanding, in my knowledge. <laughs> and I know scientists, they think differently, right? Well, because 
we can't do an MRI of the spirit. Right. <laughs> when we can do an MRI <laughs> of the spirit, then yes. they'll believe it. When we can give the spirit a pill, then we'll believe it. Wow. But right now we have to go on faith, I think. And but really observation. Uh, I mm, challenge yeah. I challenge people to look at your partner, mm. see where there's the energy deficit. And put it in. <laughs> yes, right. See, I love that. That's a beautiful. <laughs> there's not there's nothing to lose, you know. Right. Yeah. Why not give it a try? In a sense, yes. uh, faith. Try start with faith and trust, and I agree. And then observation, experience itself to know. How did you come to this? I know you're a physician. And you have been working with pain management. How did you stumble upon this understanding of yes. sexual energy? That's a good question. Um, Well, from my pain management, I went to, into the acupuncture. And so I opened my eyes to um, some Eastern techniques. Then I did some work with Deepak Chopra and, and learned a little bit about the uh, Indian uh, Ayurvedic techniques. And then I took courses with Carolyn Mace, who did the groundworking break uh, work of Anatomy of the Spirit. She's the one that outlined the spirit into these seven energy centers. And that was a best-selling uh, book. Uh, and she's a fascinating person to work with. That was enough inspiration for you to um, write your own book and talk about this topic. Do you also have your own personal experience within this work? Yes. Um, I, you know, uh, I try to look at my partner uh, at the time, uh, I'm not married right now, but, but I, I will um, look at it from an energetic basis. Um, I'll look at, you know, if there's a deficit, what can I do to stimulate? Now, of course, there has to be communication. There has to be consent. There has, you have to make the partner knowledgeable about this as well. So... So it's that beautiful dance, right? Like in, in any relationship, right, Robert? It's, um, it's that giving, receiving. It's just a beautiful thing. I love relationships of all kinds. Yes. Friendships, talking with you here today, and all these beautiful people I meet every day. My husband, my pet. <laughs> it's right. just, there's a lot of joy in it. I love uh, the love of a pet. You yeah. know, I, <laughs> uh, I, my, yeah. The other part of my life is that I have a farm and I, oh. I have horses and I have dogs. Yes. And, you know, it's just <laughs> unconditional love that we get from them. Right. Uh, we wish to be able to do that. Do you think it's possible? I do. And, the, you know, each of these energy centers have a basic truth associated And you can't go through them all right now, but in the first chakra energy center, the basic truth is all is one. And when I do a meditation, I start with each energy center, all is one. We are one with all mankind. We are one with all the animal world. We are, you know, and so on. And, and the ripples in the pond of that we are all one with everything. And we tend to treat people nicer, uh, animals nicer, you know. It kind of stopped me there. It's almost like a song, the way you... Yeah, just three words, all is one, hmm. you know. Yeah, that would change everything if we um, realized that. It's a realization, yeah. right, Robert? Well, I have to keep coming back to it. And that's why when I do my daily meditation, that's the first thing I say. 
And, and I envision myself being one with all these different ripples until I'm one with a plant, you know? Uh, <laughs> so. You see, that's the fundamental teaching in truth for all religions. They all right? teach the same thing. Exactly. Right? That we are connected to one another and we should treat one another the way we treat ourselves. So it, isn't it interesting? It is, but instead, uh, religion in the past has caused many wars and people to die. And when, when, when the basic truths are the same. So what happened there? Is that uh, greed? What got in the way of that truth? Why was passed on in a very unclear way or, or the opposite, actually, almost in a violent way? What got in the way of that truth? That's really my question. I question myself. I'm always asking that question yeah. to myself. Unfortunately, I think politics got into the way, you know, and uh, that's, that's what happened. So I, I think if we all can meditate, if we all can, you know, look at these truths in the energy centers and see that we're all one, that we all believe in almost the same thing. Actually, that's an exercise that Carolyn Mace does in her book. She looks at the major religions and almost uh, maps them out that they're all believing in the same thing. So why kill each other? Right. Um, well, let's come back to love, though. <laughs> yes, right. Let's not. Yeah, right, right, right. Although we have to go into the waters of ignorance to get yes. knowledge, right? In a way, <laughs> we have to swim uh, right. those waters. So the title of your book, I have those initial open questions for you. Sexual yeah. energy, spiritual power. How would you describe what spiritual power is? Is that that sense of oneness or something else? Yes, it's um, that we have the power to improve our relationships and our sexuality through understanding the spirit and looking at the energy centers and providing that. So we have the power. We just have to understand it and work on it. And be open to it, right, Robert? Yes. That might be the first step. That's uh, the first, first step. <laughs> <laughs> be curious, open, willing to at least try. If uh, I can accomplish that in my life, I feel like I've done something just to make people open to it. So, yes, it's uh, like I said, off record, uh, you did it to me <laughs> when I started yeah. reading your book. I was in yeah. about you. I was like, oh, this is interesting because I'm very open to life anyway, to everything. But then I see that there are some areas in my life with my husband that I really choose to dissolve some of those energies instead of engaging with them. Right. Is that something that is natural to do or it's because my spiritual practices or whatever I'm doing with the mind? No, I think it's natural to do. And maybe looking at um, like the guide that I had uh, at the end of the book to see if there's any deficit of energy in one of those chakra energy centers. And if there is, then you both communicate about it and try to add energy in that system by stimulating it. That's the only way. So it's the type of sexuality that you have. It could be massage. It could be aromatherapy. Something to increase the energy, or all of the above. Just 
increase the energy where the deficit is. Uh, is it the first chakra, the second chakra, the third is a combination? Yeah, and you have the chart at the end. That's the guide. Yeah, yeah that's the guide. the guide. You 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 look at that and see where the energy deficit is and then some ideas um sexual stimulation uh things to um provide that energy. And some of it is a little risqué, um you know, and that's between two consenting adults. Um, and I tried to be very inclusive in the book. Ah, yes, um, right. Yeah, there, yeah, there, you know, different types of relationships, and I tried to include everyone. And I know others may say, "Well, you should have put more of this, and you, you should have done more of that." And you're you're an author yourself. You uh, there, there, there comes to a point where you have to get it out there because you keep on making corrections and additions and and then you know you could come back to it yeah yeah i love that part too robert that you included the diversity right different ways mm -hmm. of interacting with reality with one another we are not That's all right. the same we are unique That's true so that was really thoughtful of you when i saw that part i was it was i think it's chapter five yes um, yeah all are one Right. Ah, that's correct. So, uh, uh, so that's funny that you say that about when I read it, I was kind of reflecting. And now that you said it again, because my husband recently, he was like two or three days ago, he was, oh, you know, it'd be nice for us to give each other a massage before we go to bed and all that. Yes. And I was like, huh, why is he saying that? And now I see it's probably with that intent to increase the energy, right? The connection. Yes. Between, that's what I see now. Yes, but but uh, you know, be a little you know, try to be a little um, scientific about it and see where the energy center is lacking. I mean, he came up with a good idea, um, but it's just um, where are you placing that energy? Um, you know, uh, massage or um, uh, you know, even a spank, like a, a light spank kind of thing could be a, a stimulation to, to that area if that's what you both consent to do. It could be exciting and different and uh, <laughs> So he's asking playful. questions. Yeah, yeah, asking questions to one another. Talk, you actually, in the book, you say that. It's very important to have clear communication, right, Robert, and start yes. conversation about sex. Yes, now the, this uh, deep, uh, deep massage or some uh, spanking or, you know, that, that could be with the seventh chakra. And, and as I said before, each of those chakras have a physical problem and a emotional problem associated with it. Right. Yeah. The seventh chakra. So I do have them here. The root is one. one. Right, Robert? Seven is at the top of the head. And that, and that governs the, muscular system and sometimes people with with energy deficits here can have like a chronic fatigue or syndrome um and then deep massage or a spanking or you know that can help uh, increase the energy there right now massages mm. massage is a is a common one so he picked the common one that could be in several chakras so it's kind of hard to go wrong with that. And we all love that. Right. Okay. Right? So <laughs> is that okay for you to go through each chakra and talk a bit more about the, um, 
Like in your book, you talk about imbalances. How do we know yes. when they are out of balance and what to do about it? I think the right. audience would appreciate that information. Yes. Let's just start with the first one. I'll be a little deeper on that and then the other ones because, you know, for the sake of the Yes, we'll take them right. The first chakra is at the uh, base of the spine. It involves also the legs and the rectum. And um, emotional issues you can see with a deficit of that are security issues, um, ability to um, stand up for oneself. There could be some depression or bipolar disorder. Now, the physical dysfunction, people with low back pain. How many people, I mean, I see low back pain all day Uh, when I examine patients. There could be rectal problems, hemorrhoids, cancer. And let me say here that I'm not saying that if you have rectal cancer, that the cure for it is spiritual. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is do your traditional Western treatment, but you can add the spirituality into it uh, to, 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 to help. Okay. And then the sexual stimulations aspects of it would be the intercourse, anal intercourse, uh, foot worship or, you know, um, so those could be seen. It's an input where you're putting the energy in. So that's looking at the first chakra in a whole way. And then I'll just go through the other six yes. in a basic way. Yes, thank this, you. You're welcome. The uh, second one um, involves the sexual organs, the bladder, the hips, uh, the pelvis. And um, the third one is the abdomen the pancreas. So you, like for instance, you could imagine a physical problem that you'd have with that. It would be ulcers, uh, diabetes, because that's the pancreas. Then the fourth one, that's the middle. Okay. So that's the middle of your body. That's the heart, the lungs, the breast. Okay. The fifth one is the throat and the esophagus area is where it's located. The sixth one, that's the thir- famous third eye you've heard about. Yes, so that's yeah. the eyes, the ears, the nose, the brain. And the seventh, we talked a little one- bit about that before. That's the muscular system, the immune system. So each of those chakras, like I did with chakra number one, they had physical problems, emotional problems, and then their sexual energy that you could put into the system. So you call it actually chakra alignment, right, Robert? Yes. Actually, your partner is analyzing, you know, without being, you know, saying, I'm going to analyze you. But you, you, right, you're, you're just doing it if you notice these things. You know, if you want to take another chakra, if, you, if there's time for that. Um, we talked about um, the fourth one involves the breast, the heart, the lung, um, which you might see in um, uh, emotional issues when there's a deficit. You can see bitterness, resentment, you know, and the like physical problems associated with, would be breast cancer, asthma, allergies. 
And then the sexual energy that you would be putting into that system, if you notice there's a deficit, would be um, playing with the nipples, um, deep kissing, um, light bondage, um, whatever the two partners agree. So all issues we have, emotional, physical, they are stemming from imbalances, and you attribute that imbalance to chakra out of alignment or right. land Ener- alignment. Right, the spirit out of alignment, yes, the energy center. Yeah. So another question is, is that actually possible to be aligned, to have our chakras aligned every day at every moment, or this is something that we always, um, we always go back to it? That's a great question. Well, I don't think anyone would ever have them all aligned all the time. I think it's something that we we just work on and then we try to achieve achieve it. And how do we know? There's really no way to know. We just you know how happy we are, how much love we're experiencing. That's the way we know. Uh, you know, I said in the beginning if there was an MRI that looked at the spirit, doctors would <laughs> would feel better about it, but Maybe there will be someday. I mean, mm. we never know. Right. That would be wonderful. Yeah. To have the visuals, right? The visualization yeah. of that. The medical community likes visuals. They- <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. Although it's interesting, you know, some of the medication that we give people, particularly psychiatry problems, we don't really know how it works, some of it. We think that we're very scientific and we have these studies and we, we frankly, sometimes we don't know how they work. Mm, so it is out of trust too. Yes. It, it is faith. It is. It is. How to balance your chakras, this section in your book. One of the suggestions you give is a very, to me, it's like a beautiful one, grounding. I love walking on the on the sand or the ground with my bare yes. foot, no shoes. yes. And so you're stimulating that first chakra, which is the feet and the legs by, by walking on the sand. You know, it's a st- stimulation, you know. Yeah, so that's what it is. There's something interesting you said in the book. Um, I'll be um, kind of um, quoting you here, but it's uh, paraphrasing, really, because I don't yeah. think you said it this way. The connection we have with the planet reviews the connection we have with our partners. I would like to understand that a little bit better, Robert. Well, um, you know, the, uh, the planets, um, you know, influence things on Earth. Um, they, you know, they influence tides. They influence, you know, uh, the growing of crops and whatnot. So um, it's part of that all is one. It's um, influencing things that are influencing us. And then make this planet the best it can be. So, <laughs> you know, we're part of the system. You know, you know, we don't know about life on other planets at this time, but who knows? Yes, uh, who knows? Is a, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a very good. Uh, well, I don't know. Who knows? The good no, answers a lot of times. <laughs> open, right? And curious. That's another subject for another day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Another suggestion you gave, other suggestions actually got many in the book. You suggest color therapy, crystals, essential oils, as you yes. mentioned earlier. 
And then the massage you mentioned earlier too. Crystals, I don't have any crystals in my house. I used to have them and then it seems like I lost faith in them and I don't have any more. Is that something that we feel called to? I was calling to them to have these crystals around me at some point in my life. And then it kind of disappeared, that calling. Well, just like you said, your your husband knew instinctively to apply massage to you. Maybe you had that need for, for that. Now, right now, you don't. Now, um, my acupuncture um, teacher, he used to believe that the crystal um, increased the healing by uh, kind of magnifying it. Um, so, I mean, he was a very respected um professor at uh, at uh, Columbia and uh, you know so it does certainly doesn't hurt to have them. it's not hard any harm I think the massage and the deep you know with the you know even the oils the type of oils you use could, could have something to do do with it you know lavender is very relaxing and so on and so forth so and I do use a lot of Essential oil is very popular anyway. So lavender is one that for some reason seems like I'm allergic to it. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I haven't I haven't encountered that. You know? Really? Yeah. But <clears throat> you know, everyone <throat> is different and there yeah. must be I, I there must be some reason for that. And I, I'm gonna think about that. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Every time I ha- I have a whole bottle here in my house, and every time I I try to use it because my husband likes that and I have diffusers all over the place. Yeah. And then I don't, I can't breathe properly. So I was just wondering. And in my acupuncture room, I, I do have usually an aroma. And I try to pick a very, you know, acceptable one to most people. But every once in a while, somebody will say, I can't. Like usually like a balsam, uh, you know, it's pretty neutral to most people. But every once in a while, somebody, I mean, very rare, but. Uh, they'll say they, they, that doesn't agree with them. So I respect that and I remove it. And, uh, you yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> we are all unique, that's for sure. Yes, yes. We have to listen. You yes. Know? You see, I love your message of self-knowledge, just yeah. self-observation and experiencing things. Especially doctors, you know, we don't listen that. We're not so, I mean, some of us are, but a lot of us are not. And, uh, you know, patients many times, they tell me the doctor finishes their sentence before they can finish their thought. And, and you know, my, my best professor in medical school taught me, he said, if you listen to the patient, you'll get the answer. Ah, good <laughs> phrase. Almost yeah. rhymed. They rhymed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so but, true. We're all in a rush, but, you know, it's a good investment to hear the story, you know. Yes, and the body has a lot of stories. I mean, we have well, so much in, yeah. within. Even with this, especially because you need to listen to your partner to know what they're feeling, know where the energy deficit is, and if you if you assume it, you you might be wrong. So just listen. Right. You see, that's very uh, insightful to me, and it calls my attention immediately. More than trying to analyze him psychologically and kind of reading, trying to see the mood in the sense of um, behavior and all that. I love the idea of paying attention to energy. Like, how does it feel, the energy that's coming from him now, what he's doing? You see, that's a very beautiful way of connecting with others uh, energetically. 
instead of psychologically <laughs> trying to analyze each other. Right, right. Which comes with judgment, right, Robert, right. a lot of times. I was just going to say that. That could cause resentment. Right, yeah. So, huh. mind, body, spirit. <laughs> yeah, see, it's very gentle, this approach. Yeah, yes, I love it is. that. It sounds feminine in a way, but I know that we have both energies too, right? The we feminine do. And masculine. Yeah. yeah, that's a great way to look at it. So a question about that, uh, I know one question after another coming to me, uh, about the energies of uh, feminine and, and masculine energies within oneself. Is that something that sometimes gets out of balance too? And then that it's not good for relationships? Um, I'm not sure about that, but I just think it's important to recognize that we have both sides and to not belittle the partner if they want to experience something to say if a man wants to experience something in a feminine side, uh, not to make them feel small about that or vice versa. Ah. And um, so listen and, and know what that is, you know. So it, that doesn't mean uh, being out of balance, out of alignment, no. right? Energetically. No. Okay. No, re uh, own it, respect it, work with it. Yes. And I guess this is uh, why you, you have chapter five, where you talk about diversity of sexual orientation. Yes. It's not about the fact that we are in female, in a female body, you're in a male body, that we have to act like those characteristics. We don't have to live that. Right. Way. Right. But also not with um, the LBGT uh, community, but the, uh, a straight man may have feminine energy. And um, you can ex experience that um, and make him feel confident about that and, and, uh, and act out his fantasies or whatever they are that's yes. going to put energy into the system. That's another beautiful message, Robert, because I do see that with my husband. Hopefully he's not going to listen to this. <laughs> you're giving too much information. <laughs> that's good that you said that. <laughs> and a little bit that you said, though, I think he may be very insightful uh, already. Uh, well, he's married to you. He must be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's very intuitive. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah even the way yeah. we met. Yeah. Another section you mentioned in the book, I really love the way you outlined those qualities is I think it was under the importance of sex in our lives. And then you have yeah. all these, I think seven of them. Let's see the benefits, how good sex can improve our overall life experience. So this, what stopped me here was good. So is there such a thing as good and bad sex? I think as long as it is between two consenting adults, there is no bad sex, you know, or, or, sex that does harm to someone, uh, yes. you know, you know, yes. uh, emotionally or physically, um, as long as the, the partners, um, agree to what it is. I, I don't think there's bad sex. Uh, yeah. Another question is still within that realm of good and bad. Would you say the sex without orgasm, would that be considered bad sex? No, I, I don't believe it's bad sex. Um, You know, of course, it's so such a wonderful gift from the divine when when it is full with or, uh, orgasm, but it doesn't have to be just, um, you know, touching and, um, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, sex without that can be gratifying as well. And then, you know, because that places a lot of guilt. Um, uh, oh, I have to have an orgasm. Right. If I don't have the orgasm, True. it didn't count. 
Well, who yeah. said it didn't? <laughs> it didn't count. <laughs> it didn't oh, I'm going to try right. it again. <laughs> yes. And um, the culture influences people. Like they, they see it on TV and, you know, they, they think that uh, they have to have the orgasm. And, you know, and I, I deal a little bit with uh, the female side of it, uh, with the anatomy and orgasm as well, because that's like a mystery to men. Yeah. Uh, oh yes <laughs> right yeah you have a whole section actually a chapter about that chapter four i did female yes. orgasms it's so true though and that to come to that conclusion that men most men don't know no and then don't. you feel like in my case i was really hmm, let's see because I don't want him to feel like he doesn't know. How to right. Know. So you that's don't, exactly right. It's kind of sensitive. Um, it's a tender <laughs> right. kind of conversation. But there's a to way have. to teach by making the other person feel that they know. <laughs> right. Or the same thing with the dominant and and um, submissive uh, relationship. There's a way to be submissive, and but teach something. In a way, it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a dance, uh, yes. but it can be done. And everyone out there wants to yeah. know more about that dance, Doctor yeah. Robert. <laughs> the next book, maybe. Yeah, oh, that would be amazing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You see, because we need to know. That's something that I would ask you for sure. Because men, they're very sensitive, and they see with my husband, he, he takes everything like almost personally when it comes yeah. to these things you know he wants to be this all oh, this strong man for me and doing all right. that you know it makes me sad a lot of times because he doesn't have to but then right. it's in you guys right it's, it's almost right. like we've a been raised thought. that way so it's not going to change overnight but i bet if you if you work together on that you'll you'll come to harmony on it we'll take time i'll make a note of it in a way i mean a, yeah. a mental note that's although I'm very good with communication, very, very I'm good. sure. Yeah, I have no problem with that. You couldn't be doing this if you were not. So, <laughs> uh, uh, something like that, Robert. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> so continue with the importance of sex in our lives. That was one, and then you also said you, you also write in your book, sex helps keep your immune system running in top condition, which is wonderful to know and makes sense because that's how I feel. Yes. So you want to make a comment about that, Robert? I'm going through yes. them. I mean, that's definitely um, uh, influenced by the energy center chakras. And I think there's also periods in our life where we might not want a lot of sex. And yeah. that's okay, too. Right, you know? right. And that has to do with hormones, right, Robert? It so could have to do with that. It could have to do with some physical issue. Um, you know, or just, you know, uh, you're taking a break from it as well. There's nothing wrong with it as long as it's discussed and you, you, you know, and, and just say the woman doesn't think that uh, you're not attracted to her anymore. Or you just say, honey, I, I'm just, you know, not in the mood right now. Let's, let's watch a movie and I'm going to massage your shoulders and, yeah. you know, whatever, you know. Right, right. I noticed that stress affects men incredibly when it comes to it does. sex, right, and sexuality. Well, that comes to, back to the orgasm thing. Um, if I if I don't have an orgasm and she doesn't have the orgasm, if I don't produce this play, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. a flop, <laughs> and it isn't. So it's mental, yeah, it's, yes. it's psychological. Okay, and that stress just messes everything up. It really does. 
And also financial, of course, if men are going through financial stress, I remember in a different marriage that I was in, that yeah. that was a big one for him. Well, that's a, that's a first chakra thing. So um, if there's deficits there, they, you know, if there's a money and uh, money problems, that influences that chakra. And you could physically, you could see low back pain. And um, then it affects the sex. And um, so, and frequently that's used as an excuse for not performing. I have low back pain. I can't have sex, you know. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. The low back pain has yeah. to do with, um, yeah, worries, money. right? In the mind, yeah. right? Money and control. This is something that also affects women, Robert, not just men, right? That's women correct. Too. And especially now that women are taking larger roles in the workforce, a lot more pressure is on them now. That's another big message for all of us to relax more, trust more. Now people meditated, that would that would help. Um, you know, that, you know. Right. Breathing exercise. I love breathing yes. exercises. The other benefit of sex that you write about, it helps in controlling the bladder for women. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear more about that because that, yeah, specifically you are indicating that we would have um, a better health uh, in that aspect. Then especially the second chakra is where the bladder is located. Now, you know, of course, uh, there are some physical structural problems that's that can't be helped by this you know if there's really something that needs uh gynecological surgery but it certainly can help by putting it energy into the second chakra so the other one is reduces the likelihood of having a heart attack that's a big yeah. one yeah now you know again that doesn't mean um, eat all the cholesterol you, uh, you want. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't go for your cardiac checks. You know, no, we're not saying that. But uh, the heart is the third um, uh, chakra. And, uh, um, and um, you know, there are, you know, uh, energies that you can put into that system. Also, you know, the, you know, uh, sex is a physical activity. It's, uh, you know, when patients have a heart operation, they're not allowed to have sex for a while. So it, it's a conditioning activity, you know, so it's good for your heart. Although I didn't like that with my husband, sometimes he would say that, oh, like exercise, uh, sex and exercise, they're not the same. <laughs> I used not <laughs> no. to like that idea, but <laughs> yeah. let me exercise. Uh, not really. <laughs> well, it doesn't take the place of aerobic exercise, but it does. Yeah, it does burn calories. <laughs> yes, no, I have read about that. Yeah. Uh, the other benefit is better self-image. That sounds good, too. Yeah. I mean, definitely. We're all insecure in this world and how we're perceived. And so if we're having a good relationship and we're fulfilled uh, sex sexually, we're going to present ourselves better in the community. Yeah, you know, there's this sense of self confidence, right? The body. That's feels, right. Yeah, That's it, right. it feels more, mm -hmm. yeah, stable to be in the body. It, it's almost like um, it's a balance thing, isn't it? The word that comes to mind is a harmony thing. So everything's right. in I harmony. Mean, if you, right. If you're having a terrible relationship with your partner, you know, you you don't feel good about yourself. You know. So true. 
So true. Uh, Amazing okay. how everything is connected. So increased bonding, you mentioned that earlier, and also better sleep quality and uh, stress reduction, which is interesting yeah. to see that play because sometimes stress will keep us from having sex, but actually having sex is good for stress. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. And that, that, will, that stress will keep you up at night. So you will have worse quality sleep. So what is your best advice overall for a beautiful, harmonious relationship? My best advice would be to have a conversation with your partner. Um, find out if they have any fantasies or things that they have not lived out in their sexual life, what you could do to make that better. And then become more knowledgeable by reading, you know, some of the material out there, Carolyn Mace's book, my book, other people's, and, and, and approach it a little more scientifically. I love that communication. That's a big one. Knowledge, communication. Right. right Robert, self-knowledge and then knowledge about others. Beautiful message. So before we say goodbye for today, I'll have the link of your book on your podcast profile. And thank you. comment I want to make, I want to thank you for being open to life. Thank you. And teaching us thank <laughs> these you, things, thank you. inspiring thank us. You. And what is the best way to find uh, more information about you, Robert, and your book? Uh, I think uh, the best is um, through the, um, the site, um, um, Uh, Robert-OnlineDigitalProjects.com uh, Thank you so much, Robert. Bye for now, my dear. Bye-bye. It was a pleasure. The same here. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Dr. Robert A. Carabelli and his work, please visit Robert.OnlineDigitalProjects.com To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.